Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, sweat soaking through the floor. And buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you. It's only this moment, don't care what comes after. Your fever dream, can't you see? Getting closer. Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over. It's Anybody has ever listened to? Yeah, should be good. Should be good. Oh, flipping it, Tebs. We haven't done anyone yet, but it's going to be the best ever. Oh, <sighs> I think we're going to this anyway, right? Listen to this. You know, last night, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went to uh, to. It got to like the bronze draw match. I thought, what am I doing, staying up watching this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I was <laughs> sat. What am I doing here? I thought I'm going to bed. I'm not working tomorrow. Dead tired. Thought I'll just finish, get up really early, get work out of the way and watch it, right? So it gets to five to eight this morning. Obviously, everything's gone back over here, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? The air, uh, everything's gone back to normal. Do you know what I mean? Like people working and stuff, yeah? Five there, yeah. to eight. I live on like, a, a new build estate at the moment, yeah? Right, so I'm led there off asleep and I was just dreaming a nice dream, right? And all I heard was, <clears throat> I was like, jumped up out of my bed. I was like, what is going on? Looked out the window, someone drilling the pavement. What? Like all the builders were outside my house drilling the pavement. It was like five to eight. I was like, oh. So Jeez. I thought, obviously, I'm half asleep from like, went to bed at like half one. I was like, oh, what is going on here? And uh, oh, I God, it was okay. a few weeks ago now. I can't remember what it was. It was just as lockdown. I think 
God, it was like month two or something. We were well into lockdown. And I woke up one morning and they were fucking drilling up the pavement outside doing, you know, new cable lines, new internet and stuff. Yeah. And I just shouted out, I was like, it's fucking Sunday morning. On a Sunday? Oh, Guy shouts back, it's Monday. It's hard to know. Yeah, I'm like, all right, sorry, mate, back to bed. <laughs> that's, la- that's last thing you need, isn't it? You've got to be digging up pavements at eight o'clock in the morning, and you've got some prick shouting at you. <laughs> you don't even I know what day. Last thing you want, last thing you want. Right, so let's get into it. Backlash 2020, billed as the greatest match ever. We open up the show with, what was it, Hogan Andre, Shawn Michaels Stone Cold, which was definitely not one of the greatest matches ever. Um, so they're going through everything. We've got, this is the greatest show, which has been stuck in my head all day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, I just want to talk about Edge versus Randy Orton. We'll just talk about that and then we usually talk about the main story, don't we, and then run through yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to let you start because I said to you, I, I'm going to put it out there, I thought it was fucking brilliant. So I'm guessing, I don't know, I got your text this morning when I was cleaning wins, I thought... Tebs has got to love it. He's got to love it. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, ugh. So, I'm, 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 no, I, I, I had just woken up with a hangover and uh, I'd had a you know, broken sleep through the night, so maybe I wasn't. I'm watching it again as we speak, to be honest. I'm giving it another chance. Um, I just hated the presentation of it, how they brought it to us, the greatest match. What became evident from the opening introductions onwards is that this is what WWE believes to be the greatest wrestling match ever. What constitutes that? Well, you have Fink doing the introduction. You have the best entrances. You have the the crowd noise fully behind it. You have this is awesome chance. Um, Pulling out all the greats. It was a mixtape. It was a now 48 of wrestling matches. It was just... uh, and I just couldn't get into it. I just didn't like that I'm being told that this is the best. If they'd have said beforehand, this is what we think is the greatest wrestling match. But when something's pre-recorded and edited, I'm just watching a performance. And you know what? Yes, it is a good wrestling match. I, I, hands up, I was wrong. It is a good wrestling match. It's fun to watch, but I just don't like... I, I'm a miserable bastard. I don't like being told... This you'll enjoy this. Go watch this. You will enjoy this. This is the best one ever. Straight away, that gets my hackles up, and I just go, no, nah, no, nah, it's not. I'm not enjoying it. So I was a bit. I know I was in a mood with the rest of the card last night. I thought it was horrendous, to be honest. Um, look, watching it back, yeah, it is a great match. It is good fun, um, and they do hit all the right notes. And for a guy that's had two wrestling matches in nine years, Edge is very impressive. So I take it back. Uh, I was grumpy. <laughs> I think I had the best shout, me. Going to bed. I was watching, I thought, I can't, I'm not concentrating here properly. Going to bed. And I've woke up this morning after that shock of the pavement being drilled. And I was like, positive. Not positive, but I was watching it. I watched Drew versus Lashley, which was all right. And I thought, oh, it's okay. So I could proper concentrate. Whereas if it was like two in the morning, I just watched two hours of shit. Like, I had the attitude last night, if anyone was on our Twitter, of just, fuck WWE, fuck yep. all the stupid fans, fuck Ryan Saturn. I was arguing with fans on Twitter, because I just thought, I hate what annoys me is when people watch WWE matches, yeah? And they're like, oh, this was a killer match. Oh, this was a great <laughs> match, right? And it's like, some some like weirdos on Twitter are like, um, well, it's his opinion. And it's like, look, yeah, you can have an opinion, yeah? Right. If you want to say to me the match was all right, 
I'm saying it was shit. You're saying it was all right. Fair yeah. enough. But if I'm going through Twitter and I see it was a killer match, I'm thinking I'm going to get to watch a great match here. So it's just telling the amount of times I've like missed a pre-show match and I've seen Ryan Saturn or one of these bellends. Sorry, mate. Saying, oh, great match. I'm thinking, oh, I should have watched that. So what I'll do, I'll go back and watch it. And I'll be like, eh, it was all right. So when I see him now portraying a match that's okay, as great, there's nothing annoys me more than someone portrays a match that is no, no, in no way, shape, or form anyone can say it's great, and you're saying it's great, pisses me off. But yeah, and the rest, of, the rest, the rest of the card was just that, and that was getting me more and more pissed off seeing people on Twitter. And this isn't have a go at everybody else on Twitter, but people saying, "What an amazing match that was! That was brilliant." Though the the raw tag team bit was absolutely hilarious. No, it wasn't. It wasn't hilarious. It was crap. It was filler. It was a two and a half hour long pay-per-view that had a 30 minute cinematic dumpster fire. And yeah, you're absolutely right. People going, and I've been sat with you in Madison Square Garden seeing one of the best wrestling matches. They were killer matches and they put them shows on. New Japan put them shows on. Even AEW put on fantastic matches because they've got great talent. They don't need to build an entire pay-per-view around pulling the finger out once in a while and putting on a decent match. That was... WWE's gimmick last night was, we're actually going to show you a good product. Well, fucking bravo. Why don't you try doing it every fucking week? Why do you have to to make such a big deal out of producing something? Do you think a chef will burn all his food every week and then go, it's all right, because on Sunday night, I'm going to serve you the best plate of food ever. Well, actually, you've got a lot of talent in that kitchen. Maybe you could do it every week for us. And it just shows what WWE are capable of. And they serve up seven matches of shite to make the the main event look better. And that's what pissed me off as well. So, yeah, it was the whole pay-per-view I was more down on last night. But Reg, or, uh, Reg. <laughs> all right, Reg, Edge, Randy Orton. Um, yeah, it was a great match. And... If it was live, I'd have been e- even more impressed. Yeah, see, at Tebs, I right, I started the match and I thought, uh, it'll, it'll be all right, whatever. And I'm watching it and I'm thinking, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Like the fair people, I, I think I spoke to Neil, Neil was like, oh, the first 15, 20 minutes was boring. And I didn't think it was. I was I was watching it and I thought, do you know what? I'm just picturing saying a Carter match and a Carter's the best wrestler, well, one of the best wrestlers in the world. And I'm thinking, some of these New Japan matches, yeah, that go long, the first 15 minutes can be fucking yeah. boring. Oh, I yeah. didn't think this was boring. I don't know if it's because it was in WWE and I'm not used to seeing that, but I'm watching it and I'm thinking, straight away you can tell they're going to go long. And I'm just watching I'm thinking, do you know what? Edge is... Way better than he has any right to be. I'm watching Orton. And I'm thinking, this is why people are say people say about Orton, oh, he's great. People will watch Orton for years and are like, no, he's not great. He doesn't put on great matches, but he has the capability to do, clearly. But one thing I did, I just thought, Edge looked great. Even, like, yeah. aesthetically, he come out, he looks great. Um, I, I actually liked the tribute to Howard Finkel. I thought that was a yes, nice touch. I did, yeah. And if... If they'd have set us up to the set audience expectations that this was going to be a great wrestling match, if they'd have said it is going to be uh, components of what we believe to be the best matches all put together. And I think Orton, this is the best match I've ever seen him in, to be honest. Um, Yeah, he's bored me. It bores me usually. I never get excited for watching a Randy Orton match. 
And this was a very good match. I just can't get past that it is, you know, very well edited together and we're seeing a performance rather than, you know, a spontaneous match, which takes the shine off of it. Oh, see, it doesn't. I, I, huh? I, for me, right, I just love the whole, like, I think we disagreed with this on the preview show, which you didn't like it, yeah. you and Danny, and I was like, I think it's fucking great. They're actually, normally, I wouldn't be interested in an Edge Randy Orton match. I'd be, like, the WrestleMania match, it was like, oh, it's on the card. But because they were going out their way to tell me that this is the greatest match of all time, there's loads of jokes on Twitter about it being, do you know what I mean, laughable. And, if, and even they got into it, which I think we should have seen the signpost that this was not supposed to be taken as seriously as the fans think WWE are putting it on. Because I, I think, and I was victim of that myself, I was a complete mark for it. Um, you know, they're saying it's the best match. Oh, how could you tell you it's the best match? Disgusting. If you'd have thought for one second and just thought what WWE is all about, then yeah, it, it was a component of many other things. Um, I, I wanted to shit on it, and I did. And, you know, in the cold light of day this morning, hands up, it was a good match. So, moving forward then, if every pay-per-view was pre-recorded and edited so it will only look great, you, you miss the botches, you miss... Uh, Bobby Lashley dropping Drew on his head. Would you be happy to see wrestling from now on edited rather than a live spontaneous match? Don't give a shit. I've listened really? to podcast on this. this I, I don't care. What I don't need to me. I don't need to know how a film's made or how this scene was made or how. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't need to know. I just judge what I watched on that TV this morning. For me, I'm sat there. Do you know what I mean? I don't need to know the inner workings. Wrestling was better before we all knew the inner workings and the call and the yeah. match and this. That was all better. I don't give a shit how the match is made. Like, I heard Dave Meltzer say, he can't rate this match on his rating systems. Yeah, fucking yeah. bollocks. He can fucking rate the match. The match was the match. Just take it. For me, I don't know. I feel like I don't need to take WWE that seriously anymore. I have had the stages where, like... Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking, this is bollocks. I just want it to be better. It's done. It's never going to be better. You just get the positives out of it. And I just think, I think the whole slogan was good. I like the catchy song. I like the fact there was a hook for the match. I was actually interested in what they did going in. Were they just going to swerve us and make it shit? No, they went out there. They gave 44 minutes, Edge versus... If someone had said, right, in six months' time, Edge and Randy Orton are going to have a 44-minute wrestling match. <laughs> 46, 47-year-old Edge would be like, whoa, that is going to be fucking terrible. And instead, I just thought it was greatly wrestled. Sure, they might have done some retakes. Don't give a shit. What I okay. watched in 20 years' time, like, I don't know, say say I have a son, which I don't want another kid, so I doubt I will. Say I have a son, and he watches this match, and he goes... What was that bit? He, he's not going to know that. Do you know what I mean? He's just going to take it for yeah. what it is. Like, I could watch a match from 20 years ago, right? Not might know, like, how it came about or whatever. And I, I just thought, I personally enjoyed watching that match more than I enjoyed watching Okada Ibushi at the Tokyo Dome. More. It, this match, yeah, was better than the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match on Friday. I don't give a fuck what anyone says yet. Sure, they did it the proper way. Yeah, they did it the proper way. Some people might say the proper way is not pre-rehearsing your spots. You call it all in the ring. 10, 15 years ago, people would have said that. This just might be a new way to do a match. Do you know what I mean? If you can work the yeah. way... Do you know what I mean? Um, I just think this match, if you take it for what it is, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I... Yeah. 
Look, I just I... loved everything about the match. I think Randy Orton was amazing in the match. I think he was the star of the match. Edge kept up with him. He was great. The little things, like, I've got my notes here. Sometimes on, on notes, yeah, I won't have any notes. I've got, I'm looking at my notes, and I'm just like, there's loads of little things. I love the spot at the start, yeah, where Orton trips, trips up Edge at the start. That plays into the story of, oh, this guy's really good at wrestling. Am I as yeah. good? Can I still do it anymore? Orton got one over on Edge because he's been doing it for the last nine years. Edge hasn't been. Plays into the story. And then they throw him on the table. And I was like, did that just happen in WWE? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Randy yeah. whispers into Edge's ear. I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. That is <laughs> fucking brilliant. And then you've got Orton doing the two amigos. Edge counters it into the three amigos. Do you know what I mean? Tribute to Eddie Guerrero. That was See, the point of the match where you knew I, Edge could keep up with Orton. I put on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the point where you know he can go one better. And I did like the storytelling as the match evolved. Um, I put on Twitter saying how um, to do the three amigos in in honor of uh, Eddie. And within about a minute or two later, um, Edge puts the cross face on uh, Orton. And I was waiting for the commentators to say who's that in memory of, but I doubt it. But. Um, I, I love You are. They're not going to do that. But like, no, like, like we say, where you have it. Sorry, mate. Go on. That's right. I'm just saying where you have like throwbacks to Angle. Do you know what I mean? The Angle in the bit. WWE don't do stuff like this. Bits of storytelling. Angle a few weeks gone. Raw says he thinks that Edge is going to win the match. So Orton hits the Angle slam. <laughs> I just think it's little things like that. Christian was involved in the build up. The Unprettier gets hit. Didn't really like the bit where they did the rock bottom. Um, you had little, just little touches, and Edge's facials were brilliant the entire match. You had him checking his teeth after he hit the pedigree. That plays yeah. into the history of Randy Orton. I just thought, I'm thinking, WWE, Vince McMahon can't afford this match. Whoever laid this match out, people shit, I mean, included, on the, what they call, the fucking, do you know what I'm saying? Um, the agents, yeah? Yeah, the, bookers or whatever, yeah. The yeah. agents did a fucking great job, sorry for swearing, they did a great job on this. I just feel like all the little touches were brilliant. I don't care if they edited it. I just think it, oh. everything was brilliant about this match. And the ending, Tebs, the ending, this just makes it even more... Bri- like, you had what, him kicking out of the RKO. You had kicking out of that. Do you know what I mean? Everything played into it. You got that, that final five minutes you get in these New Japan match. Everyone does backflips over that. I'm yeah. sorry, this is more entertaining than the majority of New Japan matches I watch. And I'm a fucking bigger New Japan fan probably than WWE fan. But when WWE do it, no one does it better. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I don't know if you say, oh, it's only 3.5 on fucking whatever system you're rating it on. It was fucking brilliant. I just The ending, the ending was, right, this is where watching, yeah, we've sat through shit over years, sort of pays off for nine years, yeah? I've yep. watched Randy Orton tease doing that punt to the point where I'm thinking, why is he even teasing it? They're not going to let him do it. And it all builds up to that moment in the greatest match ever where he actually does the punt that he's been teasing doing for nine years. And when he hit it, my instant reaction was I'm sat on my chair over there. And I literally just jumped up. I was like, oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what it's meant to do. And I just thought, I can't remember the last time I watched WWE match where I had those emotions. When the match had finished, it was about 9 o'clock UK time this morning when I'd finished the match, yeah? And I needed to go to work. And instead, I was sat on my phone messaging people, thinking, who the fuck can I ring to talk about this? I'm fucking messaging a girl on my phone saying, oh my God, the match last night was amazing. She don't give a shit about this match, yeah? It was just, 
I don't know. As you can see, I was quite enthusiastic by it. When Orton hit that punt, I was yeah. like, this is great. I love this match. And then the little touch after where Edge is like sparked out and Orton just goes, go home, Adam. Go home. I was like, this yeah, is go home to your wife. <laughs> I, I just love, I just love your enthusiasm about it. I mean, like you just said about Twitter, look, there's some people who like it, some people who hate it. You've got your opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone got one, and everybody else stinks apart from your own. But I just love hearing hearing you talk about how enthusiastic you are for it. For me, uh, yeah, I, I I was probably on a downer last night. I was in a grump. I was in the wrong frame of mind, so I didn't enjoy it as much as you did. But uh, the fact is, if they've done this for you, who is a lifelong wrestling fan who loves the product, loves everything about it, you you, you know, you wanted to be surprised and you were, then it absolutely did the job and it has to be credited for that. So I'm just glad that, you know, people have been entertained. It's great fun. Good. Yeah. You see Mansoor? Mansoor, who's fucking losing his going wild, wasn't he? I was like, yes, even Mansoor's loving this match. But I, I tell you what, I do want to complain about one thing, right? Why the fuck... Fuck me, I've sworn a lot. I'm passionate about this match. I loved it, right? Why? Why, in a match where you've got the crowd in the palm of your hands, you can get yeah. this crowd to do what you want. Why are the crowd chanting, let's go, Orton? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, why are you chanting that? This guy has RKO'd his wife, yeah? He spoke about his kids. He's been a horrible... If I'm Randy Orton, Randy Orton gets annoyed by fans these days. You can tell he's like... Bit more oh, yeah. like Randy Orton's thinking, I'm doing all this fucking heel work and you're chanting my name. Do you know what I mean? Orton's not the sort of guy who's going to want to hear stuff like that. I just. What did know. you think about him piping the crowd noise over then? It's the first time I've seen that with, uh, I with the wrestling it. match. I didn't see a problem with it. It was off putting at first only because it's that kind of thing of, you know, you're hearing a crowd noise and you don't have a crowd there. Um, I, I think it worked. I, yeah. I do think it worked. Watching it back, watching it again, it it worked very well. They use, I mean, if they do use the same football, um, soccer, whatever the hell you want to call it, the football, get it, it fucking don't say the English Eng, English football. It's um, football. Are, are looking at doing the same with um, uh, EA Sports that do the crowd noises for the games, the FIFA games. Um, and they're using the same tech where when the ball moves into a certain field of play, the crowd get louder and whatever. This worked very well. This was better than the crowd noises you hear on a WWE 2K game. So if they're going to keep doing this from now on, I'd like them to do it at pay-per-views, maybe hold off doing it for um, Raw and weekly shows. But it, it worked for me. I, I, yeah. I could, yeah. If anything, to drown out the NXT lot in the crowd, to be honest, because... Yeah, yeah they're, they, a bit, they're a they, bit green, aren't they? I mean, at one point they were chanting, you got pissed on to Seamus, I know we'll come on to it. But <laughs> that made me laugh, that. I'm and it's, be and they stopped after about 30 seconds, because you know somebody in, somebody's walking around the crowd, you know, they'll be Matt Bloom or someone just grabbing somebody going, no swearing, no swearing, no chanting that. Now's the time you chant this. Chant for Orton, you lot chant for it. So it feels very stage-managed. So to have that covered over with the crowd noise it really worked but they've got to use it sparingly and we said this about cinematic matches and this for me was bordering on a cinematic match and we said at the beginning you know when they first did it at WrestleMania they need to use them sparingly there's been at least one on every oh. pay-per-view we've seen since um, it, it wouldn't surprise me if Raw on Monday night we've got crowd noise over the whole three hours Yeah, it, it really, and I hope not because it'd be live though won't it 
saw the do you know like it, it was an i'm thinking you you watched smackdown didn't you in like 2003 yeah. 2004 do you remember yeah. all like the pipes cheers over everything it, it was a yeah, lot just, better than that right okay they still do it i mean they still do it up until recently with roman reigns don't they but that's over the tv feed rather than right uh, yeah. i'd be interested to know whether they fed that crowd noise into the arena you know, into the performance centre. No, I don't think they really don't. It's like, you know, like what they've been doing. I think it'll be the same sort of thing they use. You know, like for the German football, they've been using football. They've been using yes. um, like <laughs> chants and stuff into it. Right. So that isn't, I didn't know either, but that apparently that isn't actually in the stadium. Do, do you know what another, another point to this match is, yeah, that I was thinking? Thought, I thought Joe was fucking good on commentary. Like, yes. Uh, not even with what he was saying, but like, There'd be a move or something, and he'd be like, oh, you know, it'd just be like getting me like just a bit excited about it. I'm used to like Byron just like saying something stupid, and he's going, oh, boys, boys, look. Uh, do you know what I mean? Something like that. I just, I don't know. Thought he hey, did I, a really good job I, without doing the Mauro and Ella effect. Of, oh, my God. Which, yeah, and that's the thing about having a wrestler on commentary that can talk. He, he And is, is Joe injured? Why is, it, why is he on commentary? I know he I broke his... I was thinking the same. Oh, why are you struggling for talent and you stick some more with Joe on commentary? But um, that's the good thing for me about having um, a wrestler, an ex-wrestler on commentary. Um, some of the best sort of colour commentators I'm thinking of, um, Jerry Lawler for all his faults, he is great on commentary. Macho Man was fantastic. Uh, Piper was. Jericho, fantastic. And it's because these guys, even Nigel McGuinness, because they understand what they're watching. And I'm not no disrespect to the commentators that haven't been wrestlers for a long time, but even Beth Phoenix as well. They mm. know the moves that are coming up, they can read the match, I think, better than non-wrestling commentators. So and their enthusiasm comes through. So Joey is gonna be he knows what's coming because he can read a match. He understands what the next bit's gonna be and he gets excited for it because he loves wrestling. And there needs to be more of that. Uh, I just hope it doesn't sacrifice Joe's ingring career. Because he's a good talker. Yeah, I yeah, somewhat more. He, he he's been quite. Um, he's had a lot of injuries, has he, since he came up on the uh, on the main roster? But I was thinking of this, right? So I can't remember. I know I said to you WrestleMania thirty. I can't remember the last time if we're saying this was a great match, which I I do think it was. But I can't remember the last time that there was as good a quality of match last on a WWE pay-per-view. I was thinking, like, the last great WWE pay-per-view match is obviously Undertaker-AJ, but that's just completely different. You've yeah. got Brian, like Brian versus Kingston was middle of the show. Yeah. Someone said Brian versus Brock, and I think this was better than Brian versus Brock, although I liked I do, it. Yeah. I just yeah. can't think of anything. What was the last great... WWE, I'm not saying this was. I personally do think it was, but what was the last great match that's gone on last on a WWE pay-per-view? None spring to mind. No, I cannot think back on a main roster. I mean, NXT. I'd yeah, say. but I mean, like, main WWE. Do you know main what I mean? roster. No, yeah. I, I cannot think of one that's main event to the show. Rollins you know? versus Lesnar was good, very good at SummerSlam, but I, yeah. it, it wasn't on this level. It, was, I don't it think. wasn't on this. But again, this is because this was planned and prepped, and, and I, I know the, the other matches are as well. But when you've got, you know, so long to plan a match and edit it, and I keep going back to that bit, but um, I think, they've, you know, they've been very lucky in being able to produce something that they know. I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm filling because I'm trying to think of a, a last decent main event match. 
I mean, maybe the Survivor Series, you know, three-way uh, tag match that was on last year between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw with the five guys. In it. Nah, it weren't last. It weren't last. Watch. I want to. Was it? Yeah, it was Shayna versus. Oh, it was ben the women that went on last. So, in fact, no, I cannot remember one. Yeah, this is probably the best one for a while. Extreme Rules is um, is in trouble, I think, because you're going to compare it to that. SummerSlam needs to have something, and if. Edges out for a while. Oh, I'd be we interested. haven't spoke about that, have we? No, but I'd, I'm I'm in I'm interested to know what SummerSlam is going to be then to to follow that match because I've just I've finished watching it now. It's on while I'm talking to you. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. It was great fun. It was very well done, and so, it, it shows the quality. We've we've got um, where was I going with this? So we've got next you've i don't know where they're gonna go because obviously i don't think they'll do another drew lashley match but in terms of like with edge so edge is gonna be out for you looking i was looking at it triple h i did triple h do his tricep so he did something like that and i think it's like four to six months i think you're probably looking at six months so if you say that he's gonna be out the thing is i think now the thing that you've got because this match is gonna be so it's gonna be praised pretty much everywhere it's going to be talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, like I said on the preview show, people in a year's time, no matter what happens with this match, will remember. Do you remember that? The greatest match ever build they did. It will be remembered. So when yes, they will. come to do this third Edge Randy Orton match, I think it will be, the crowd will give it a, a big chance. So I'm thinking maybe, do you do it at Mania next year? Do you know what I mean? Do you maybe stick the yeah. title on Orton? Have Edge come back triumphantly in front of what's hopefully 60, 70,000 people Come back at the Rumble, win the Rumble, face Orton at, at WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't see why not. People are going to be like, well, we don't want another edge on Randy Orton. Like, why? Why not? Why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? The feud's been good. It, every, the match at WrestleMania was shit. It was shit. But the yes. build-up, everyone was saying, we, us included, were saying the build-up to that match at WrestleMania was probably the best on the show. The, the build-up to this, I've enjoyed. The match was great. So why not cap it off? A year-long feud. I'm sick of WrestleMania matches being first-time matches. WrestleMania and SummerSlam used to be like the end of a feud that's built. Yeah? Yeah. These days, it just seems to be the first match. Like McIntyre-Brock, the first match. And I'd sooner just have a big feud pay off at WrestleMania. But it's yeah. just what you do with Orton in the meantime. Do you have, I'd, have, have I'd, have, I'd have him win title. I'd have yeah. him have a, have a... You can hold that off until... TLC in December, mm-hmm. I've Orton win the title, I've Edge come back in January, win the Rumble, and he stays out of it until, you know, so all he has to do is come back into the Rumble in number 30, spear someone, throw him over top, then he can come back in April for his match against Orton. But that means you've then got to decide, do you give Orton the win or do you put the title on Edge? That's, you know, that's the thing. When it comes to Edge's injury... Um, I seem to remember Dean Ambrose when he got his, I'm saying Dean Ambrose because when he was in WWE, um, he got his injury, you know, before he, he came back and turned heel and did the whole um, thinking the crowd are diseased, wearing his gas it, mask. And he, it went he, that was, yeah. that was a try. That was a tricep injury. And I think that was about six months. Yeah, he did. He got a staph infection though. He was meant to be coming back. Oh, was he kept, right. Okay. He was meant to be coming back in like May and then he got a staph infection and he, that's why he came back at SummerSlam in his team with Rollins. Yes. That's why that was so long. I only, I didn't know myself, Al. He was on Jerry Coles. He was on someone's podcast, and he was saying that's why it was so long. Um, cause if, 
but cause I think at WrestleMania the year before, everyone was like, oh, is he going to come back the night after Mania? But it got um, delayed. But do you know what you can see happening? And rushing him back for the, if the Saudi show happens at the end of October, yes. start of November, yeah. big payday. I hope they don't blow the, you know what I mean, the third match then in That's, Saudi. But these, two, these two having one final blow-off match, that's got Saudi show written all over it, to uh-huh. be honest. Yeah. Even if they delay it through to November. Um, I'd sooner have the NXT crowd than the Saudi crowd. Because it's, every match seems to just be dead there unless it's Mansoor. I, I'm I'm just hoping the first show they have back isn't the Saudi show. And no disrespect to the Saudi crowd. Um, but all these bits that they're, they're building up now, um, KO Rollins or whatever, Edge Orton, um, even Taker AJ Styles has got another another one in it if I want to do it. Um, to repay that in Saudi Arabia in a country which, you know, one of the last times you went, they didn't exactly treat you right. I, I just don't think it deserves that. You're right, mania. I'd, I'd put Edge on the back burner now. Just get him, you know, get him healed, keep him out of the way until Orton's back in the main event, and then bang, have Edge come back in looking for his... You've got a story there now, laid yeah. up. Uh, the same as what happened with a few of the other matches in the evening. Um, it, it, a heel winning isn't the end of the feud for me. Orton winning this, this has not drawn a line under it, so there's plenty more to come. Um, a rum- rumble leading into Mania would do it justice. And maybe it'll be the exact same story they wanted to tell before lockdown. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's like I can hear just people like listening to this and saying, yeah, but does this feud need the title? I hate it when people say that. The feud doesn't need the title. Like they said it to me, yeah. I want the biggest feud to be for the title. I hate yeah. that saying of, oh, it didn't need the title. Like, People like, oh, Brock Lesnar v. Goldberg at WrestleMania didn't need the title. If that match weren't for the title, I don't give a shit who wins. Do you know what I mean? To me, the biggest feuds shove the title. Like, there's nothing worse than at WrestleMania when the biggest match on the show is, like, middle of the card. And then you'll have, like, Roman Reigns versus Sheamus for the title or something where you don't give a shit about it. For me, the biggest feud going into a WrestleMania, I want it to... I want. Can imagine if Rock Austin at WrestleMania 17 would have just been, like... Do you know what I mean? A feud in the middle of the show. Look at this. Look at Rock Rock versus Hogan. Yeah. That should have been main event in the show for the title, yep. not Triple H Jericho. Yep. 100%. Absolutely we're, agree. We're going to have to talk about the rest of this fucking show now, unfortunately. Uh, it won't take very long. I know, I know. So it really won't because I was... I, I, we've had half an hour of me praising WWE. I, ugh, this show was. Andrade this... versus Apollo pre-show was where it all started, wasn't it? But this is what pissed me off most about the main event. The backlash was the greatest wrestling match ever. The greatest wrestling match singular ever. They built the whole thing up. And for me, the rest of this card was, I believe, designed to look weak to make that main event look better. Could and well it, be. And it pissed me off because I, I texted you and I said, I don't. Um, you don't pay for network, people don't pay for tickets to shows, people don't um, stay up till three in the f- morning to watch your product to see half our shit. Samoa Joe on commentary, Kevin Owens coming out when he's perfectly fit and healthy and in the building, and Kevin Owens is used as a, as a spot. Um, Fiend, Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, AOP, I can 
the list is endless of the talent that is available and they didn't use to produce. I'm not saying it's the worst pay-per-view. It's the most underwhelming pay-per-view I've seen in a long time. Oh, see, I disagree. To, right. I don't know. Right. Picture a boxing show. Yeah. Matter how many boxing shows or I don't like boxing. I think it's shit. But how many boxing shows where the undercard is people pay like 20, 30 quid. The undercard is just. Do you know what I mean? It's all about the main event. To me, I'd sooner see a shit card with a great main event than just a decent card the whole way through. Do you know what I mean? Like to me, I thought double or nothing. I thought that was pretty boring, really. But we got the stadium stampede at the end. So I always think I'd sooner have shit all the way through, a great main event, and then I at least leave the show on a high. How many WrestleManias have had? Yeah, some really good undercard matches. I think I'm thinking of like the last three or four really good undercard matches, yeah? And then the last two hours of shit. We was at WrestleMania 35. I'd assume a much had yeah. a shit few hours followed by a great main event. But I do know it would be better if everything was great. But I I don't know. For me... If you'd have, if, if you'd have taken last night, get rid of that raw tag title bollocks. Move Apollo and Andrade up to the main card put the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles yeah, into, yeah. into Continental match on that card. And then suddenly you've got a cracking pay-per-view. Because it's a pay-per-view. You're not tuning in for the Orton Edge match and you have that to was. sit and watch. As a, as a wrestling fan, so you were watching Backlash. You were watching the pay-per-view. Yes, you tuned in for one. So if you were tuning in for that, why not? Why did you stay up for any of the others when you know you were going I to I didn't. Go to I fucked off. I but like, you, yeah, exactly. Shit. But you stayed. But but you still watch. You watch Raw. You watch Raw and everything because it's all about all the other stories and it's all about seeing these other fighters. Yes, boxing has undercard, but they're not as famous. Apollo and Andrade. Wrestling fans know who they are and want to watch them. And I just think you could have just moved a few matches. You could have moved. Um, maybe not Seamus Hardy, but maybe even the women's tag. You could have moved Oscar Nia Jax to the pre-show, put Apollo and Andrade in their place, get rid of the Raw tag titles, and then stick in AJ, uh, AJ against Brian. And that backlash would have been amazing, finished with a great, the greatest match ever, where everybody's hyped and been built up and been enjoying the night and seen some great matches, and then the finish on a high, rather than whatever the hell it was we watched last night. Did you enjoy Apollo Andrade? And I, I thought yes. I thought it was I thought everyone seemed to say it was really good for like six or seven minutes. I was just like Neil liked it, you liked it. I was just It was solid. Right. It, it was solid. It was fine. It was it was a decent match. There yeah, was so Apollo retained the title, didn't he? I'm trying to think how it ended. It was just Um Gaza tried getting in getting involved. Uh Kevin Owens came off commentary took out Gaza and Andrade got distracted, I think. And then uh, Apollo hit his power bomb on, on him for the pin. Um, yeah, it's bringing Kevin Owens. It's keeping that. It's getting a few feud going with Zelina Vega's faction. It was, you know, if they'd have been given a few more minutes um, and had that on the main show, it would have, it, everybody would be talking about it as, uh, as a banger as yeah. WWE fans like to. Um, it, it just it, it was just wasted on the pre-show to be honest, but it yeah. was fine. It was it was solid. You know, you can't say more than that. Yeah, well, they, they had a great match on Raw, didn't they, the other month? So yeah. they can definitely yeah. do it. Uh, opening match on the show was Bailey and Sasha versus the Iconics. 
versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Bailey and Sasha retain the belts here through yet another every pay-per-view on WWE. We seem to get these every show even we get these flash yeah. pins. I think the match was I thought it was sloppy. I thought it was poor. I thought the iconics were terrible. I didn't think it was not people are saying it was all right. I don't I thought it was badly wrestled. I thought it was amateur hour. Didn't like it. Slo- that dive from Peyton Royce was horrific. And yeah. Ugh. Nothing else to say on this. I didn't like this match. I thought it was very poor. Yeah, completely agree. When you've got Bailey, Sasha Banks, um, and Alexa Bliss, especially in a match, for like I say, for it to be that sloppy. Um, usually with tag tag matches, you get the opportunity to see one one of the team get thrown out. So you get a one on one situation, then another of the triple threat come back in the ring and another, you just, so, so you get a good sort of story, a good flow to the match. And this was just throw all three of them in a ring. Uh, yeah. That dive to the outside was, was horrendous. Um, I, th- I think it shows the Iconics haven't been on TV, haven't been wrestling in front of anyone for a while. Cause they, they were definitely missing a step. Um, it's the same thing we're getting every week now, like you just said, every show with, um, Bailey and Sasha Banks will they want their other friends are they not friends if if it were me and you and people kept saying to us every week are you two going to fall out this week you're going to fall out you're going to argue you're going to argue this week and then I just want to go will you fuck off we're good mates will you just leave it alone and that's what they do they're building it up and it's it's WWE banter that she's backstage it's not Charlie Caruso it was the, it was the other last interview with her and she's like oh do you think uh do you think Banks is going to challenge you? Do you think she's going to waste your title? And it's like, stop feeding and teasing possibilities that you haven't got an interest in pulling just now. They keep dripping the Banks barely split up. That was it was supposed to happen at Mania thirty five. That match year uh, before. I'm sure they were doing this year two before, years ago. 34. Aye, because they were they were going through couples therapy at one point. Yeah, they were brawling backstage and stuff. That was years ago. Yep. Then oh. they were supposed to split at Mania and they lost the titles and the, and then they just went and then it went quiet because Banks went on holiday. Then it was supposed to be SummerSlam they were going to... No, no, we'll move that. Then this Mania this year, just forgotten about. And it's like, just pull the trigger or forget about it. And it's just... It's always going to be one of those questions hanging over. What you're constantly now just waiting for them to to, and by the time they eventually do split and argue and beat each other up, I, I've got a feeling people are going to be very much not interested. Yeah, well, not, they're clearly not going to do it because WWE they the, they love the swerve. That if they're talking about it happening, it ain't going to happen. Gonna they're happen. going to want to do it when you least expect it. So it'll do you know what I mean? It'll unless soon as, do, I can't see it. Let's save it for WrestleMania next year. As soon as they hinted at it last night. You know, and you, I, I was just like, nah, that's Bailey and Banks winning. And, and it just it spoils it because if you know the formula enough, everybody watches the product enough. If you know the formula, you know how it's going to end up. And by having that interview, by laying, and it's, it's just disappointing. Yeah. But anyway, the match didn't help itself. Um, Nikki Cross isn't getting anything to do. I don't know what's happened to her. Well, I do. She got promoted to the main roster. Um, like I say, Alexa Bliss, solid as ever. It, it could have been a bit. It could have been a great match, and it was. It, just, and it wasn't. No. Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. Um, I think I, I can't remember what tweet I put up because it was like uh, I was having a coffee overdose. But 
Only in WWE, right, would you have a guy try and frame you for attempted murder and then in the big blow-off match, instead of getting your comeuppance on the guy, the guy getting his comeuppance, sorry, instead of that happening, no, the guy who tried to frame you for attempted murder beats you clean in the middle of the ring. Again, I don't know why he won this match. If he was going to win it, it should have been by shady tactics to build for extreme rules. Instead, it was clean. We don't need to see this match again. It was yeah. clean. Bro kick on the outside. Bro kick on the inside, yeah. Pretty much clean. One, two, three. Done. I don't need to see Jeff Hardy at Extreme Rules. If he can't get himself up for a match where someone's, like, done what they've done to him, then I don't want to see this match at Extreme Rules again. It's done. But we know the match is going to happen at Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's exactly why. That's when you said you don't know why it was. Well, yeah, we know exactly why, because of 50-50 booking. Um, didn't Jeff get a, uh, didn't they have a match on Smackdown oh no he, uh, last week I think or they had a, a flare up and Jeff got the better of him and then he threw the, the piss on him um, I, I firmly believe and again this is WWE in the in the Bantu era um, I firmly believe that the yes they're going to have a match at Extreme Rules um, I think the reason for that is because we're going to find out that Sheamus didn't do didn't frame him I really do believe, I do not believe that Seamus was involved in that. I think Seamus loves the fact that he's a bad guy. His character is saying, well, if you want to hate me, you hate me. I fucking hate you for everything you are, and I'm going to kick your head off. But Seamus has never come out and said, you know, it was me. He's never come out and said, I haven't heard him come out and say, yeah, I did it. Tebs, I'm going to be honest, I know you like, you're a big film fan, yeah, you 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 know like I, cr- Sammy, Sammy Zayn has got red hair and a red beard. No, you're overthinking it. I'm telling I'm you, not- WWE, you, you would be better at booking this than WWE will because you think about things. You think, we'll tell them that this is going to happen, where this can happen, which will then result in this happening, which will be a great story to tell. WWE just think, fuck it. Let's have him pretend to mow him down by a car and the week after we'll forget about it. I don't think there's any deep thinking we'll going on here. I, 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 I hope there is. There's no, a pound. I don't think there is. Right, we'll have a pound. I, I seriously think um, something's going to happen on SmackDown where the truth will come out. The hacker will show Seamus. What happened to him? The hacker will show Seamus in another location. Mm-hmm. Seamus will be like, See, fella, it's not me, but I still hate you. So let's have a car crash on a pole match or whatever at Extreme Rules. Seamus will want his, his revenge. Um, I, I just think there's something like that coming. It's too wishy-washy at the minute. Where they said a red hair and a red beard when Hardy first came out. There's a point. Everything that's written in that script is there for a reason. They never said a witness saw Seamus do it. A witness saw somebody with red hair and a beard. Sami Zayn's pissed off that the Intercontinental title has been taken off of him. He ruined the tournament by framing Hardy. I, I think there's more to, the, to this than this. And I think we're going to get that match at Extreme Rules that's going to be, uh, hopefully it'll be Jeff Hardy. Well, we'll see what happens, but I think there's more to come from this one. I really do. I think they will have the match, but I'm just, I, I've been there last August. I was like, oh, they're going to do, because Daniel, I'm a big fan, Daniel Bryan. I'm Roman Reigns, thought they're going to make this feud great and they just, Blew off who attacked Roman Reigns. It was never mentioned again. They didn't have a fucking clue where they were going I week to week. Rowan, I thought this, this told everyone that Rowan did it. Yeah, but well, they had like Rowan sat there across from his twin and all oh, that. Then, there was a twin then yeah, Luke Harper came. They just had a tag match and it was just blown off as nothing. Like no one can remember the end of that story because it was shit. 
But yeah, I thought the match itself went. Yes, let's talk about the wrestling. (laughs) I think it went 17 minutes and it was. It, it was one of the matches where at points thinking, yeah, it's good. And then at other points, I'm thinking, mm, Seamus put her, an horrendous looking Texas Cloverleaf on Jeff Hardy. And then the spot at the, at the end where I hate this, right? This is how bad it must have been. Seamus, yeah, what he, get, he gets um, Twist of Fate, yeah. And he, yeah. come on, you've been doing this for 12 years, Jeff Hardy even longer, right? I, you shouldn't have to then get yourself. I don't get right. Twist of Fate, you, you land. Flat on your chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I remember this. Why? Why is that? Why is the twist of fate a transition into a swanton body? It never used to be. It's only been like the last few years, right? You land on your chest. So why is the guy landing on his chest? Then flipping across to his back, yeah. shuffling a bit to get into shuffling. Position. I could if see Seamus. Fake. You do now. Yeah, it was kind of moving his body around so he's parallel with ropes and stuff, but. There was, a, there was a lot of stuff that was sloppy from it. It really was. The, um, Seamus was stopping the, the uh, Swanton bomb at one point and it kind of just didn't get there in time and it knocked Jeff's leg and it, it kind of fell and everyone fell together. It, the whole show was just sloppy. It was far too long. 17 minutes. It, 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 yeah, I can get that. I, I wrote down here, I mean, my notes get worse as I got more drunk through the night, but far too long. Um, if you're going to have Seamus win and win clean, Jeff Hardy, okay, in the realms of the story, Jeff Hardy is, uh, he wants revenge, he's been insulted, he's been aggrieved by this man, he should have come running out, and it should have been an absolute yeah. brawl. Brawl from the first minute, it should have been eight minutes of them just slugging each other. Um, somebody brought it up about The Miz and The Fiend, or Bray Wyatt. Was it TLC last year that they had their match? It was, and I didn't watch it. So... You've got Bray Wyatt, who's been terrorizing this guy, his family, um, endangering his child. And the Miz comes out for his match in his full ring gear. He does his little spin and his wave to the crowd and his point. And he, he comes down, he gets on all the turnbuckles and he does all his entrance things, you know, bang on. And you just think, you hate this man. Why are you here dancing and showing off and spinning around like a prick when you want to get in there and fight him? That should have been how it was last night. It should have been an eight-minute slobber knocker. Um, Seamus was far too dominant, far too dominant through the whole thing. Um, and for him to win clean, yeah, it's, it's difficult to see how they're going to move this one forward. Unless new developments happen on Friday night. Stay tuned. Mm, you read my mind, Tebs. I was led there on that city. Oh, you can't see it. That city over there last night, dying. I'm half asleep, yeah? I'm not paying attention. I was basically concussed. I'd had about seven or eight coffees throughout the day yesterday. Starbucks drive-through. Oh, we, I can't think. I got white chocolate thing. Frappuccino it was amazing. Anyway, right. <laughs> so I'm sat watching this. I'm at half past out. Not really paying much attention what's going on. Note taking had gone out the window. And I'm half asleep. And I thought, why is Jeff Hardy coming out giving it all this? I'm thinking yeah. you've just you just had this happen to you, and I want to make a little bit of a comparison because you hit. I'm glad you hit it right on the head in what I think with stuff like this, and it goes back to why if this guy's done this, why would you want to go out and have a wrestling match with him, right? When I was in 2004, I would have been 12, turning 13. I didn't know much about anything, right? <laughs> Sorry, you, it's depression, right? And I remember thinking, right, at Survivor Series. Kane buried The Undertaker alive, right? Literally, and then The Undertaker yeah. came back. He's haunting him. The, f- the build-up was great. 
Undertaker's come back. You've just been buried alive by some by your fucking brother. Yeah. You're fuming. What do you want to do? Let's go out and have a wrestling match with holes in it. <laughs> and as a 12-year-old, I'm thinking, this should have been a fucking no DQ match. And another example, WrestleMania 25. Randy Orton, he RKO'd Triple H's wife. He sexually assaulted her. He <laughs> kissed her without consent, yeah? Right? What happened? Oh, let's do a wrestling match. No, make it a no DQ match. A great example of what you just said, Tebs, right? What this match should have been. Let's go to Jeff Hardy's brother, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy yeah. versus Edge, SummerSlam 2005. We was all hyped for this great match. The feud didn't call for a great match. Instead, these two in real life or whatever, what Edge had done whatever with Lita, they went out there and it was a fucking horrible match. They're just hitting each other. The match ends in DQ after seven minutes, yeah? But in yeah. essence, that made sense. The match should have been made, say, non-sanctioned, but it wasn't. It was just, there was, do you know what I mean? There was, it was a wrestling match, which... In a wrestling match, if that has happened to you, you're not going to want to... You don't care about going out and wrestling. You want to beat the fuck out of the guy. So that's yeah. exactly what Edge and Matt Hardy did. So that match makes sense. This match didn't. Nah, you imagine, you imagine you're in the same building as the man that has tried to frame you for something. Yeah, I mean, I've never been an alcoholic, but I know people who've gone through those troubles and it's a horrible disease to get over. And Jeff Hardy's obviously doing well with it the ethics and the morals around that storyline is another thing altogether but in the light of the storyline this man in his eyes is trying to make him regress back into the ill person that he was as a drunk he wants to highlight the fact that he's a junkie and an alcoholic to the world stage insulting him to his wife and kids and belittling him and you imagine you go to the performance center yesterday ready for backlash ready for the pay-per-view and you, you, based on what happened last night, Jeff walked in, he was in the changing room, probably Seamus is next door and you're mad, you're angry and you're walking around, you go to catering and then you go get ready for your match and you're both waiting in Gorilla and then you walk out to the ring and then you go for him. And it's like, no, you'd have gone and fucking jumped on the guy as soon as you saw him because you hate him. And yeah. it's, it, it's that's what storytelling is. Storytelling is not just working the leg and then putting a submission move on somebody. Storytelling is believing that this guy hates this other guy for the things that he's done to upset him. And yeah. coming out, doing your finger pointing, finger guns, team extreme dancing. Um, it, it's Clapping no, to the crowd. Yeah, hi you guys. We watched, watched SmackDown. You watched SmackDown, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Throughout yeah. the show, these two are brawling backstage. They can't keep their. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you yeah. get there, and it's like, oh come on, <laughs> let's lock up. Yeah, but there's a reason why um, it, they didn't make last night no DQ is because Extreme Rules is Extreme Rules is going to be no DQ. It, it'll be a car. It'll be a car park match or something. It'll be another. You know, fight in the it'll car park. Count anywhere, I reckon. It'll be false count anywhere. It'll Oh, no, it'll be kendo stick or it'll be a chairs match or some bollocks. But I, I seriously think, I keep going back to that. And yes, like I say, I was half a bottle of Jack Daniels down into this theory. But I really do believe that they'll they'll have a bit of a blow off and I, something else is going to happen with this story. I, I, hope. I hope you're right. I'll happily pay a pound for him to do a good story with this feud. The, first time, she, the first time Seamus comes out and says, yes, I, I did it. I framed you. I'll pay you a pound. 
So I, I'm not, I don't even think that'll happen. I just don't think it'll be mentioned. It's I just forgotten about now. Move on. Dropped. It won't be. It'll be like Michael Cole might go. Oh, do you remember when he mowed down Elias with a car? And even goes far to say when Elias comes back, he won't even feud with whoever. He won't mention it. He'll just come back. Hey, did yeah. Elias has he yeah. got a Tom? Pe- I know it was a Peck. Yeah, Tom it? Peck. Tom Peck. Yeah. Right, Tebs, Oscar. I know you're going to have fun with this one. This is where I was really starting to die. I was like, I was that tired. I couldn't even reply in the group chat at this point. And then I had the fire. WWE Network doesn't work on my fire stick. It's pulls in. Try clear clear the cash file. Yeah, I've I've done it. It just doesn't seem to doesn't seem to do anything. Um, so I was like, I was a minute behind and even realised. And I looked at the WhatsApp group and it just said, "What does it say?" It just said. Well, no, something like nobody got any points there. And I was like, fuck's sake, every time I always end up. That's, that's why I always leave the group. <laughs> just I, mute like, it. I always just get accidental. No, but I said this to Neil said just mute it. But you know, when you go on your WhatsApp home screen. Uh, yeah, you can see. You can still so see. Like, it, can't I'll you? go, I'll get a message of a customer the next morning. I'll go on it and I'll be like, I don't know, podcast wrestling. And it'll be like, fucking Velveteen Dream Loss. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I, See, that, I, always, that always winds me. It used to wind me up. It still does. But um, Tuesday morning, I used to get up for. Um, I, I still do get up for meetings at work. I've got a meeting that I go to at uh, quarter seven on a Tuesday morning every every week. So I used to think, right, I'll ignore everything I can about Raw results, so I can watch Raw when I get home. I'll ignore everything, and you just open Twitter just for something. Yeah. By by um, by accident or through habit. And straight away, so it pops up, and then you see like five different wrestlers trending and piss thrown on Chambers hashtag or whatever, and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake. So, yeah, I get you there. Right, Oscar Nia Jack. Let's do Tebs, it. what you've just said, the fucking G1, right? I'd watch the G1 all last summer, every day, four or five matches, yeah. And I thought, it's a Monday, the final. I'm, like, I'm gonna have to go to work. I'll avoid everything, right? And just out of habit, months of building up for this Abushi J White match, right? Yeah. And just habit click Twitter. And the first thing I see, Abushi with loads of confetti. I was just like, oh, you fucking joking. I'm going to sit through a 40 minute match between Abushi and J White, and I know he's won. So, yeah, it's those, it's it. those Twitter accounts that they call themselves wrestling journalists. And it's like, no, you've got a subscription to the Observer Reporter, but whatever. And they'll say, um, spoiler warning, uh, click here for G1 results. And the picture is literally the guy holding the title. <laughs> yeah. WWE yeah. do it. Uh, so, you know, you go on your website, backlash, find, you know, click here for the results from last night. And there's a picture of Randy Orton stood over edge. And you're like, yeah. fuck, Jesus. Well, Snapchat, Christ. I've started doing it. Snapchat, I went on Snapchat this morning before I watched the match and there's a picture of Randy Orton. I was just like, fuck. That, that shows it was a good match. I basically knew Orton was going to win, and I was still, as you said at the start of the show, pretty enthusiastic by it. Oscar yeah. Nia Jax, I keep taking you off topic here. I was no, off. No. So you got, all I know is it ended in count out, and it was shit. Shit. Garbage. Lazy. Pointless. Insulting. Um, I've lost my thesaurus. It's just like we said on the pre-show, isn't it? I mean, on the preview show that we did, all these matches, a lot of them are just going to be built into Extreme Rules, and this was another one. But why? Why? I I text somebody. I don't know if I text Neil or you or whoever last night. Like I said, it was pretty hazy. But you've got the belt on Oscar. You don't want to take it off. You don't want Oscar to get pinned. (laughs) Okay? 
So you put her up against somebody. Now, if you want Nia Jax to be the danger, then you have Oscar versus Natalia, Oscar versus Liv Morgan <coughs> at Backlash, which, you know, we're not saying this is anyway an A-level pay-per-view. This is very much B-level territory. You could have stuck, no offence to Liv Morgan or uh, Natalia, but you could have just set up a random match for Oscar against Liv Morgan, Oscar against Natalia, and just had the match and have Nia Jax interrupt. If yeah. you want to protect Nia Jax, because that result last night was about protecting Nia Jax. Let, just, just think about those words I've just said. That result was to protect Nia Jax. How many pins and submissions has she had? How many times has she been made to look like a mid-tier women's wrestler? No offence, and I, I really don't mean to be personal. She is where she is because of her family members, and because of her size. And it's insulting that we watch a women's title match. I, I, I don't like that the Raw and SmackDown, it should just be the one and cross, but anyway, that's another story. And you have a lazy double count out. Um, Nia Jax is trying to get Oscar back in the ring. Oscar hits her with a move. Um which ends up getting the double count out because that extends, you know, the time it takes for him to get. So Oscar was the one initiating the move, which caused the double. So it looks like Oscar doesn't want to get back in the ring and wrestle for it. It, it looks like she was trying to, I don't know. I know there's more to it than that, but it is lazy booking. It's crap. It's insulting. Um, you're protecting a wrestler that doesn't need protecting. It, you could have easily had any other female talent. Dana Brooke, um, Oscar, um, Tamina, uh, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot. You could have thrown anybody in there, given them 50, uh, 10, 15 minutes against Oscar to look good, build up another talent for God's sake, and then have Os- and then have Jax come in, beat them both, double DQ, whatever. And then you set the storyline up for Oscar versus Jax at Extreme Rules. Instead, we're going to get the same crap next month, except with Kendo Sticks. And it's just, it's lazy, it's garbage, and I'm done with it. Yeah, it's four more weeks of build-up to Oscar Nia Jax. If Nia Jax saying Oscar wasn't worthy of winning, of being handed the belt from Becky, it's fa- that's the next four weeks. Um, so next we get a, a, a match worthy of the probably the biggest title in WWE. Braun Strowman, who, I'm sorry, is shit, versus... John Morrison and The Miz in a fucking handicap match that could have happened on any fucking middle of the card smackdown in the year, and it's nobody would have given a shit. There must be better people out there than, than fucking to, a, a tag team to face. If that's all you've got, that's all you've got until Bray Wyatt comes back. I mean, the match itself, I was half asleep. I thought they could have at least teased Otis, maybe cashing in. They could have had Bray come back instead. It was, it was, it, it was nothing. At least this it match. It was nothing. Is where I said, lads, I'm off. I'm going to bed. Yeah. We're fucking sad cunts. We're all late twenties, early thirties, early thirties. Tebs, I was nice to you there. Early thirties, and we're Mid sat here one a.m. on a Sunday morning, going into Monday, watching this shite. I'm off. Here you go. Take Braun and the Miz and Morrison. Put that on SmackDown. Put Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles on Backlash. You've immediately got a better card. And WWE don't want to admit that one of their top titles is absolute trash right now. Um, it should never. It should be one on one for a title. I mean, 
teasing the whole. I mean, th- I, I, I tweeted at one point they're going to break up Miz and Morrison before Bailey and Banks, and they were hinting that Miz and Morrison were going to be turning on each other. Miz pulled Morrison off him for the pin, and it's like it's not going to happen. And if it is going to happen, you're not going to put the belt on either of those two boys while Braun Strowman's got it. We all know what's going to happen. And then I'm watching it afterwards. I, I, I go for a sig in between matches because I'm an addict. But I was waiting to go for my sig and I'm watching Strowman and he gets to the top at ramp and I'm like, this is where all lights are going to turn out. No, nope. okay. This this is where Bray's going to come. No, okay. Oh, this is where Rote is. No. And there's the commentators. Absolute nothing match. Waste of time, waste of yeah. talent. Um, you, I'd have preferred to watch New Day against Miz and Morrison in a SmackDown title match. Yeah, it, it was I, I believe like the only reason Strowman was on that card was to have his car in the car park for the next piece of shit that's coming up. I genuinely believe that's the only reason. And I'd never say to his face, because look at the size of him, but imagine being a universal title holder. Why do you need my match to go ahead? Because we need your car windscreen to get smashed. Pathetic. Yeah, it, it was shit. It, it was shit. Um, there's no need for it to happen to me. If you clearly don't trust Braun Strowman enough to give him more than a six-minute match, but yet you'll have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles go out there for 35 minutes on SmackDown, why don't you just have Braun Strowman as the Intercontinental Champion and have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles as your main title match? Braun Strowman, I'm sorry... In 2020, we don't need the big monster that can't wrestle as the champion. You need to be able to go. You need to be like the next match, which surprised me a little bit. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. They're two big guys who Bobby Lashley, I wasn't sure he was capable of putting on a decent match. But Drew McIntyre certainly is. So if you're going to have a big guy's champion, make sure he's like Drew McIntyre and can work. Because Braun Strowman just don't cut it for me. And I used to like Braun. But he's just I like, out of his depth. I like Braun. I, I like Braun. I really do. Um, he's not my favourite... Well, he's my favourite wrestler. He's my favourite sports entertainer. He's not my favourite wrestler. Oh, see, I, I think he's bad. He's a bad actor. Did you see? Did you not see him when he, in that when Jeff Hardy had been framed or whatever? And he was like, he's acting. I was just like, do you know what? I, I loved Braun. I thought he was great. I used he to was... use his gif of him going, before I was going to every away game. And then that... Nicholas Bollocks happened at WrestleMania yeah. and it just killed him for me. But he's, I, I, I like him. He, you know, I like the character. I like the gimmick. I like the big man thing. Yep, you're absolutely right. Him, I was going to say this, uh, he can be used in the same way the big show's been used. Maybe not turning more than a waltzer, <laughs> but use him as a big show type person. He can come in, he can have key matches, uh, comedy matches, he can have um, filler, filler card up. He doesn't need to be Universal Champion. Yeah, it was in it was Intercontinental Champion up until February. Was it? Was it January, February when he when he was? It, it was when it was. He lose its lights as yeah. Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, who then got pissed off and ran over uh, ran over Elias. But then you've got so you can use Braun in that way. You don't need to put the big strap on him. Look at SmackDown now. You've got Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Matt Riddle. Cesaro, any of those would be a better Universal Champion than Braun Strowman, just yeah. because of the matches he puts on. Um, yeah, he's not a great actor, but and and that last night, Ms. Morrison, yep, they're great together. We know they are. 
the music, music video. I, I know we're going we're going away from Drew Drew Lashley. We're going back a minute, but we saw the music video. Yeah, on pre-show. the pre-show, and then we stick it. And do they do they just assume that most fans don't tune in for the pre-show? Well, Neil had the right idea playing card or whatever he was doing. I'd have stared at the fucking wall and watched most of this, but. I'm losing my train of thought. It was shite. But I don't tune into a wrestling pay-per-view to watch music videos, especially shite ones that are badly written and badly performed. It wasn't even funny. It was nowhere near as good as that uh, opening performance we saw on TakeOver in your house last weekend. (laughs) You You know what? No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't, was it? I hated that. And that was better than that. I don't tune into wrestling shows to watch music videos. A live performance of somebody's entrance, fair enough. If I'd like it, I'd like it. If I don't, I don't. But I don't tune in to watch gimmicky crap. This was an episode of Raw with half an hour extra. The greatest match ever. It's less, it was shorter than an episode of Raw. It's about the same. This was an episode of Raw. That was, you've got double count-out decisions. You've got 50-50 booking. You've got a women's tag match that, ends in a roll-up you've got kevin owens getting involved in something it was an episode of raw with a fucking yeah i didn't like it drew lashley it was good <laughs> yes that was good it was good it was good yes, that was very tried good. to kill drew mcintyre when he threw my... i was half asleep this morning it was the f- i literally had it on for a minute and i was like half oh, paying attention just coming around having my first wig of coffee i looked for did he just kill Drew McIntyre? He nearly did. Dropped him right on his head. Um, I'm assuming he hadn't got a cog cushion or anything like that, but uh, hopefully he's all right. It it was a good match, and these two guys can move, and we keep going back. I'm 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 happy. I'm all right saying it now. We were talking in the group chat about something I'd seen on Wikipedia, which is why I thought Lashley was going to win the match last night. Uh, Wikipedia had that it was going to be. Um, Lashley, Lashley Lashley versus Drew versus Brock in a triple threat. Fucking triple threats. I hope that. And I I I thought something was going to happen where Brock was going to come out and cause the DQ, which was going to set up a Lashley versus Brock match at SummerSlam. Um but look, we can dream, can't we? Um as a match, yeah, it was fine. It was serviceable. Again, I don't want to see title matches get I mean, what was Lana doing coming out? Saying how her husband did, she was saying Bobby cheated or someone cheated. The ref cheated, I think. Right. And then, right, first of all, MVP, what are you being paid for as his manager? Get his wife away, keep her away, stop her getting involved. MVP is his man on the outside. Your manager is supposed to protect your wrestler. That's my understanding. He's, he's there to do all the shenanigans as a heel when the ref's not looking. But also, you know, if I had a manager on the outside of the ring, and my missus just came storming down to my office, I'd be saying to my, my assistant, keep her away, will you? I'm trying to win a world fucking title. But instead, MVP just watches her go walking past. Oh, there's there she is. She's going to get involved. She might cause a DQ. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly what I want as a character. It just, uh, get rid of Lana. Serve divorce papers. Get rid of her. Let her go to AEW with Rusev. Oh. See you later. She can't, she is not a good wrestler. She is not good on the microphone. Um, she was. She was when she was like R- Russian or Bulgarian. You know when Rusev first debuted, she was great, and then they've just no, killed she her. Isn't. 
yeah, since they've turned her into the American typical LA sort of bimbo character, yeah. when she was like serious Russian, whatever, she was great. But of course, if an act is great in WWE, you split them up. Rusev yeah. and who was the other guy? Great Adrian, act. English. Yeah, but yeah. hey. So this match, yeah, I thought it was good. It was a very, it was very good. It was a good match, a lot better it than was. I thought. Drew McIntyre is proving, certainly proving Danny wrong. I think he's been great as champion. Even Danny will admit yeah. that now that he has been a lot better than you'd think. Yeah, I just good. hope that they don't have, because Paul Heyman's gone, which we ain't even spoke about, because Paul Heyman's gone, because the ratings are low on Raw, I hope they don't think, Vince will think, right, this may might think Drew's not working. We'll shove the belt on Orton right now. And I do think Orton should win the belt for this edge match, maybe at the end of the year. But I'd like McIntyre to at least win whoever he face at Extreme Rules, beat Brock again in front of a crowd, and then he can drop the title. I'd, I'd thinking back to that now, I'd have Edge spoil Orton's chance at winning the title, which sets up their Mania match. That'd work. So you have Orton uh, McIntyre at Royal Rumble. Orton's about to win when Edge comes in and spoils it. I don't like that baby face coming out to cost the heel the title. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I don't like yeah, to do that. Yeah. They do do that from time to time, but for do you know? I think Edge. I don't know. I think it, it, it'd suit Edge to be like maybe come in, win the Rumble, and be like, "Look, Randy, I knew what I was getting into with Randy. He was the better man on that night, but it's one-one." You took me out, but I'm back, and I want to beat you for the title at Mania. I think that's yeah, I suppose, like Edge's sort of character. If, even if Edge was coming back, Orton can say, you know, there's no way you're gonna. The only way you're gonna have a match with me is if you win the Royal Rumble. So Edge has to come out and win the Rumble. Or I, I, yeah, okay, fair enough. Look, we're going back to that bit, but um, McIntyre is is great. He's really surprised me, and I, and I didn't really rate him up to a time only because he didn't get given the time to shine, and the matches that he's had since becoming champion, especially. Um, he fully deserves it. Fully deserves it. Um, I want to see another match, uh, McIntyre-Lashley. I want to see him in a cage. I could see that at Extreme Rules. Them two, I think, in a cage match would be brilliant. Yeah, uh, keep Warner out and MVP. Yeah, you could do that. You know, keep everybody out. Have these two in there, done and dusted. That's fine. Um, I, I want to see more of both of them. It, it, you know, it's just... I just don't like the shenanigans at the end of it. And this card had four bits of shenanigans, which just have your world championship match end in a one, two, three, clean pin and move on to another challenger. Do you know what shows are forgettable? Some things that happen in WWE could be. I was watching the Undertaker documentary last night, part four. Mm. I didn't remember this Undertaker and Roman teaming up to face... Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre, and it were only eleven. I probably did a podcast talking about the match. I don't remember it taking place. Was it but, not? Was that Backlash last year? No, extra Backlash didn't have a Backlash pay per view last year because 2018's Backlash pay per view was that bad. Um, right, but they had okay. extra. It was Extreme Rules last yeah, year. Yeah, it was after because it, um, we saw Taker on the Raw after Mania last year. Yeah, and then and then he went quiet for a bit, and then the, what were they called? The dog. It was Elias, Drew, and Shane by the looks of that match. Taker and Roman Reigns, they were like the dogs of, not the dogs of war or something. It was like, yeah, I remember they had a tag team and that was the way to get Taker on. We did say another, sorry to cut you off, I just come into my head. We did actually call on the preview show without patting ourselves on the back that this match, Edge Orton, would end 
with Orton said he wants the big wrestling match, a pure wrestling match, and he'd cheat to win, which he did. It did. He kicked him in the nuts, didn't it? Low blow and then booted him in the head. So you... I, I thought it was just going to be a straight low blow RKO done and dusted, so I didn't know he was going to go on 44 minutes. But... He better bring that back. Better bring that back and keep it. You've done it once now. You might as well keep doing it. Right. I, now... I, again, I can see him not using it until the next match and yeah. he's about to use it on Edge and Edge gets up and spears him. Or something. That's the storytelling. That, that one move, and I don't appreciate little things like that as much as you do. And you're absolutely right. I'm trying to think back and he hasn't used the punt for a few years. I think long... it was. It got banned. I feel like... What do you mean you don't appreciate little things? You mean that it had been that long? Yeah, yeah. So, like, um, even noticing that a move hasn't been used and he used a move yeah. last night, you you know, I, I can't see those little things as well as you can. So, uh, see, I used to love the punt, though. Like, it, they did it. Was you watching it? Did we, were you watching uh, WrestleMania 27, Orton versus CM Punk? No. So, what happened was CM Punk was the head of Nexus, yeah? And okay. each week, there was like five members of Nexus, and every week leading up to Mania, Orton would like get one of them on their own and punt them backstage in the ring. Right, okay. And it was the crowd were going crazy for it every week. And then they fucking banned the move. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll send you the link to the Randy Orton CM Punk video yeah. package from Mania 27. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Let's talk about, it's over to you, because I, apparently from what I've heard and what you said before, made the right decision of skipping the Street Profits versus War Raiders match, or whatever they're called. I'm not seen it. Should I see it? No? No, no. And people are going to say I'm a miserable bastard, but I, I've got no interest in talking about this. 1.05 on grappling. Oh, I seen it and I thought, I'm all right. It I'm wasn't good. a match. I'm good. It was a, it was a, a cinematic Clusterfuck. Oh. Um, it was cinematic. There was supposed. It was supposed to be a match. It was supposed to be a match between them two, and it was announced six o'clock our time. So it would have been announced about midday in America on the day of the show. That a match between these two, and then they put on McIntyre Lashley, and then they go, "Well, now we're going to go for the Raw Tag Team match." And it's like, okay, well, something's up with it because you don't put that on after you main event and the scrapping in the car park and then they end up going through bronze windscreen so hilarity bronze car's been damaged again even though we don't see it <laughs> i like that though that actually right. i know that's it childish and then you remember from the last few weeks they've been doing these yeah uh, i've enjoyed them i've enjoyed them well, okay you might enjoy this then you might enjoy this and i haven't well, i Again, no, I don't it choose. should have ended with a wrestling match the blow-off should yeah. have been a wrestling match by the sounds of it it wasn't they were wrestling from the car park through into the building and then back out brawling. Um, golf clubs were coming out at one point, bowling balls into nuts. Um, all, all the old stuff. The War Raiders were wearing shields. <sighs> and then um, Tazawa, is it Tazawa? Akira, Akira Taz? Yeah. Wow. Yep. He turned up with his ninja crew. Not racist at all. Um, so he turned up with about five ninjas. Um, and he was screaming away at them. Uh, he had one big dude with him, so I think that's going to be a, he's going to be his new his new dude. Uh, so the War Raiders and Street Profits got together to take on these ninjas, um, and then somebody started having a daydream, and everybody said that either Eric or Ivar was very cute. All the women were saying how cute he was, 
uh, and then it came back into the match, and then they all jumped into a bin together. <laughs> well, right. It looks like I meant to, that sounds terrible. It, it, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm not doing it justice. It was comedy without the comedy. It was wrestling without the wrestling. Um, so it, it wasn't as good as the in betweeners movie then. It was. It was better than that. <laughs> no. <laughs> If if you've enjoyed the spots with the the War Raiders and the Prophets, if you found them, um, if you found them funny over the last few weeks, if you've been interested in that and you want to see the payoff to that, then watch it. Then you might enjoy it. Mm. Um, but for me, it was comedy without the comedy. It was wrestling without any wrestling. Um, I again, I know it's not three in the morning in America, but I'm staying up till three in the morning to watch a wrestling show, and then they just drop on a terrible comedy sketch um no i don't want to think about this ever again yeah, to be honest. i'm glad I'd, i wasn't if, watching that at three in the morning I if you've enjoyed, like say if you've enjoyed it and you like these two tag teams but for some reason how long did it go god it was about 20 minutes oh yeah i like it for like two minutes to break up right i thought it was good to maybe get them over 20 it felt minutes. like it was in fact, I'm going to have a look. It They're went, killing it these like, cinematic matches, aren't they? They're killing them. It was, it was supposed to be cinematic. And it was, you know, if you want to call it cinematic, then it was cinematic. Um, oh, no. It just, it might not have gone on. To, I'm saying 20 minutes. I Like I say, I was half asleep at the time, but it was just not interesting at all. It was not funny. Like I say, a bunch of ninjas turned up at one point with Tozawa turning up and he was, he wasn't even in a tag team last week, I don't think. And now he's part of a stable and no, I'm overlooking two hours. It went on at least 15 minutes. Oh, flipping heck. So, uh, so yeah, that might be why I'm a bit more positive. I haven't watched this. Um, I think I'm more positive. I feel like I've watched two pay-per-views. I watched a shit pay-per-view last night, and I got up this morning. I watched a pretty good Bobby Lashley, uh, Drew McIntyre match, and then the, I watched the greatest match of all time. Fuck that'd you, do for me. Carders. Yeah, that that'd do for me. That had done for me. And again, you, uh, nah. I, I was I saying really to someone, just, um, th- can you see morning, why I was so down? Sorry, can you see why I was so down on Edge Orton after sitting through all this? Possibly at that time. At that time, it, it, it wouldn't have helped my mood this morning i was saying to someone i said this must be like what normal lads feel like when they've like got with a nice looking girl the night before i was uh walking out the house this morning after watching that great match i was whistling i was tap dancing i was saying hello to everyone i was having a great time after the Orton edge match but yeah and yeah so it's still going now i'm fast forwarding through 15 minutes at last if you've got 15 minutes spare um, you probably don't. tell me I'm wrong, and you you found it hilarious. But uh, yeah, some some days I wake up after staying up late for a pay per view, and I think, you know what? Yeah, I've, that was worth it. Uh, and there's some Saudi shows, and there's pay per views like this where I just think, why am I bothering? Why this is why the am I bothering? Match ever. This right? is the greatest show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could have done. I could have woke up this morning and watched it. And I, I'm thinking Extreme Rules. Unless there is actual matches on there that I'm thinking, I really want to watch that match. I ain't staying up for this shit. Your only problem is when you don't stay up, I feel like you're either spending all day rushing to get your day done to watch it. And then if you're watching it at like, say, five o'clock, 
I don't know, for me anyway, little girl, like in and out. There's I have customers messaging me. That's the only good thing about watching it late at night. But then on the other hand, you're tired. I think for, for me, it's, it's been part of a group of people all watching the same thing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I like that I mean, bit Your mates it. are sat watching it, texting you. Everybody else is watching it. You're getting instant opinions. That's why I love watching it live. There's, you know you could pause it for half an hour and go and do something well i might as well watch it recorded you watch it when you first woke up in the morning that is not the mood anybody wants to be in when they're watching wrestling oh, it's, it's probably one of the problems with me with new japan shows because yeah. yeah. every time you want to watch them live you've got to wake up half asleep cold cup of coffee down your neck to try and get yourself around cold. and then you've got to start watching i drink cold coffee yeah. and then you yeah it just wakes me up in the morning and then you've got to sit and watch um then you've got to sit and watch a wrestling show you're just not in the mood for it so yeah you've then got to spend your entire day acting like a friggin mi5 agent trying to avoid twitter yeah. and avoid spoilers and then you get home and you put it on and then there's something else distracting you so yeah i love watching wrestling live it's the only way i want to watch pay-per-views is watching them live it is it's how they were intended they're gonna... to be watched say again it's how they were intended to be watching it really. yeah and if and if they're gonna make me feel like this I, I'm not I'm not staying up, I'm not putting well, myself I remember Bray versus Seth Hell in a Cell, right? And I was sat there <laughs> and obviously the match was just you'll never see another match like that. It was so yeah. bad, but it was so oh. newsworthy. And I was like I was I was sat there, it was October, and I remember being sat there and it was like pitch black when the match finished and I'd spent that much time on Twitter ranting. I, it was like Daylight birds were whistling by the I time I raging. actually went to bed, and I was—I was, was, You must—you just not stayed up live though, because I was sat there. I, I was like, I need to speak to someone. I couldn't speak to you. <laughs> I couldn't speak to Neil. I messaged Danny saying, "Danny, whatever you do, just watch the Seth versus Bray match as soon as you wake up and ring me. I need to speak to someone here about this match." Oh, that was yeah. yeah that, and, and I just don't get how they can employ professional wrestling writers and they come up with such formulaic garbage week after week can I just say these... something sorry go on, yeah. no, go how, on. how have we managed to turn this into a one hour 20 minute podcast <laughs> almost I messaged Neil saying do you want to do the backlash podcast and we'll probably only have about half an hour's worth to talk about and he was like no I don't want to talk about WWE he's probably sat there watching his new Japan show He's just texting me now asking if I've watched New Japan. I feel awful for telling him no, but... I looked at the card. I'd fucking fucking shit. I'll see Uh, what he's saying to me if there's been a good match. See, New Japan's one of them that when there's a big show on, I'll watch it and then I'll ask you a lot to tell me what's been going on with it. Um, I I mean, these are... What's on at the minute? The Super Cup. New Japan Cup. Oh, New Japan Cup. That's that's tomorrow. So what is it? Two hours a day? For about something, something like that. Yeah, maybe not even uh, that long actually. To be honest, I'm seriously thinking of just kicking WWE into touch now and focus somewhere else because that that last night, if that's what they're going to keep churning out, then they can have it. WWE is just a thing <laughs> until so close to getting rid of it. it they just won't go away. They'll always it's shit, but they'll always draw you back in. You know what though? They're getting rid of the um, the free month. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they are aren't on they? the network. Look, it's gone now. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie; I didn't pay for it last night. I'm glad I didn't, and I was close to doing. Unless somebody else could help me out, you know, somebody help me out. Why didn't you use out. Neil's login? 
yeah, I did. That's what I was trying to dance oh, with. <laughs> I'm but um, I was going to pay. For, I was going to pay for it because I wanted to watch the WWE pay per view live, and I was thinking a tenner is worth paying. And watching that last night, if it gets to five to twelve uh, on Extreme Rules night next month, and the cards like that, I need you to remind me of this because I'm not paying for that network now. The free month was good because you know what? There was a lot of the times I'd sign up with a you know a new email address and. I'd keep it running for about two or three months, so they'd get some money out of me. Yeah, but then I'd but then I'd cancel it again. Now, now you don't get that free month. I'm going to look at that card, and I, I, I'm just going to put a bit of paper up somewhere saying, "Don't forget backlash," because that is that is not going to get me paying for a fucking pay per view. Never, no. I, I love it. An hour and twenty minutes worth of <laughs> riveting combat. That's how much how passionate we were about it. Jesus, well, we did two, we did two hours last night on James Bond. So did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. We didn't get... Wait, you didn't get to plug it again at the start. Whenever we start. Talking, oh no! People don't tune in to hear about yeah, me. Yeah, I know, but they're gonna hear it, aren't they? No, if anyone's got this far, you need to get a fucking like. But... <laughs> for all two of you out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I um I host um a podcast about movies called the Movie Chef podcast uh, at pod movie chef uh, we're on youtube and anchor and and apple and all this kind of stuff uh two fat lads who were kind of drunk talking about movies and we have a laugh and uh we had we had a, our first review this week somebody on twitter reviewed us they said right. um, uh what what did it what was it say if anything this is fun for their accents now you've got me f- with the yorkshire accent you've got him who's from northern ireland and uh, it's this woman from America. So she's probably just turned it on. She's heard me go, hey, how are you doing? He's like, ah, oh, how are you doing? Hey, you all right? And then suddenly she's like, nope, fuck this. I'm turning it off. Oh, their accent sounded funny. Uh, so, yeah, we've had his first review. But, yeah, that's us anyway. So like, It's like listening to George Best and David Bay talking about proper uh, proper films. He's, he, yeah, it's more... Uh, I need to be careful who I, <laughs> when I, who I say he sounds like because he's... Uh, yeah, let's not go into this. I but. like the Northern Ireland accent. I can just hear the commentator going, David Healy, David Healy has scored for Northern Ireland. I don't it's... know what I'm <laughs> no. I like the Northern you can, you can tell the Nor- Northern Irish accent compared to the Republic. I can always tell the difference. We had um, the best one ever was um, Jason Byrne, you know, the comedian. No. He, he's an Irish comedian. Um, my work's Christmas party booked him as the entertainment so he turns up at our work Christmas party last year and he just said, um, he says, you always know Irish people. He says, you can make up anything as long as you just make it sound right. He says, you can walk up to somebody in the street and go, ah, ding dong, dilly dong, ding dong, dilly dong, no, come on, no, ding dong, dilly dong. And he just went on like that for about three or four minutes. I've never heard a room laugh so much and possibly <laughs> piss out of themselves. Uh, but no, we have a good laugh anyway. That's us. There's, there's the plug. But uh, So are you excited? Are you staying up for Raw tonight? Am I? Fucking <laughs> uh, no chance, no chance. I will probably watch it tomorrow evening. Back in the day, I used to like I'd go. I'd be on in year ten at school on Pro Plus, getting me through pay per views <laughs> and Raw. Oh, Pro what the hell? Plus. That's why I'm so Pro thick. Plus. But Pro the, the Plus, equivalent of, the equivalent of travel sickness tablets. They're. Uh... <laughs> I know. No wonder I failed me GCSEs. GCSEs. That's how thick I am. I can't even say it. But yeah, we're still recording. Um, we're still here. He's still with us. We're still here. Thanks for listening, everyone. 
subscribe to us on YouTube at Twitter at Neutral Res. Um, yeah, www.patreon.com forward slash Neutral Wrestling. Tebs will be back to preview Extreme Rules, I am sure. Payne is waving his $10 and his £1 that he's giving me from not mentioning Seamus mowing down Jeff Hardy, or should I say Sami Zayn. So yeah, that's £11 next month before Extreme Rules, Tebs. Do you want me to transfer the... Uh, I owe you a fiver because of the bet on Fingy. I'm guessing you owe Neil. Do you want me to just transfer Neil 10? I was going to say that. Just send it straight to Neil. Is it, again, he's already texted me, reminding me I owe him it, and I just didn't want to sort of say, get it off Dan before I actually speak yeah. it to you. So, yeah, yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, do don't, we don't so much as get bet with each other, bet with money between us now. We just basically pass a fiver between we each other. pass a fiver each month. Once... Once a month, we all just pass a fiver to each other, and I don't think anybody's actually seen it. We just gets moved around. So yeah, it's good it, fun. It? Though. It's good fun. It makes it. Yeah. It makes it makes it more fun. Well, I don't. I don't know about doing the uh, the the cup, the New Japan Cup. But you know, I think Neil wants to do a fiver a night. The thing uh, is, I hope not. With it right, it's so hard to predict. Like you yeah. just, they just know what anyone comes New Japan Cup. It's known as like so, like the other year, Zack Saber beat Tanahashi and everyone's like what then right, he beat okay. Naito so basically anything can happen in the New Japan Cup they see right. that as like you know what I mean like put it this way Okada won't win the New Japan Cup if he's in it they okay. give it to someone for like yeah but anyway you're telling me, you're telling me a, a wrestling company actually builds up lower card stars into yeah. something worth watching Jesus I, I, what is this witchcraft I don't want any of this Yep, Sammy Zayn next month. He'll be revealed as the hitman. Or uh, he's later. Uh, <laughs> kids. Right, that's it. We're off. An hour and a half. Somehow we spoke almost an hour and a half about Backlash. It was the greatest match ever. See you later. See you later, Tabs. Bye-bye. Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath, stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you It's only this moment, don't care what comes after Your fever dream, can't you see, getting closer Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding open It's the preacher and the puppet and your blind devotion There's something